Hello and welcome back to Absolute BSS, the casual competitive look at Bandai Namco's Battle Spirit Saga trading card game. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron, and with me as always are my buddies, my boys. Angel, how you doing? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing? How y'all doing? And Eric. Hey, everybody. I'm trying to be a little quieter <laughs> because every time I say hello, it cuts me off. But I am going to take this opportunity to say something really quick because uh, this I'm going to pull a this is going to be for like 1% of our viewers, but I'm going to pull a Chad here. Uh, <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. So I'm going to tell our viewers what to do today. I love this. And uh, this is a reference to our, this is such a niche joke. It's a reference to one of our friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what I'm going to need you to do is if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts or Spotify, go to YouTube and hit the subscribe button. If you like us, if you think we're funny, because we're currently at 58 subscribers, we're 42 subscribers away from a hundred. And when we hit a hundred, we're going to play battle shot saga which means that uh, we're going to have some shots or some drinks for our life course. So I uh, know you want to see that. And we're only 42 subscribers away. You could make it happen. This is your call to action, people. It's very doable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's very it. That's doable. It. Absolute BSS on YouTube, baby. The, uh, well, <laughs> if you're not watching this, yeah, the YouTube link is in the show notes. So go ahead and uh, get us there. I'll play a blessed deck if I have to. <laughs> I'll play so a many extra shots. Uh, <laughs> Cam's gonna have to go to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can't be blessed. But yeah, I hope y'all are are doing well. Um, before we get started, what we're gonna be doing today is we're gonna talk about f we've each prepared five cards that we haven't discussed on the podcast to bring up in conversation and just kind of you know go over the rest of this set, how these cards uh might really work in. A budding new meta and in set three itself and with some other cards but before that eric has some really exciting news that uh this is probably what you thought i was gonna say yeah this, yeah <laughs> that's what I, I thought it was i was like and he came with that i was like oh all right it's like no i'm just, I'm just subscribe <laughs> i'm just begging our viewers to subscribe to us that's all, all right. uh no i do have news too so um battle spirit saga I'm going to restart this sentence. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so for the grand open in Tulsa, I guess some people did not accept their pro tour invites. They declined. So I had a pro tour invite passed down to me and uh, it was really short notice. Flights were pretty expensive and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get the time off of work, but I did it. So I'm going to the Netherlands with Angel. Yeah. We're going together. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. I cannot the wait. The original plan is still going. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Two thirds it's of this podcast are going to be in the <laughs> Netherlands competing. How cool is that? Talk about credibility, yeah. right? Well, That's we'll cool. see how we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how we do. Uh, I tell my wife all the time, it's like, we're going to do this kingdom. Got to defeat Pegasus. That's right. Me. No bad <laughs> luck this time. No bad yeah, luck wait. this time. I got it. I got it right here. No bad luck this time. That's right. Go. I love it. There you go. <laughs> um, oh. I'm excited. Honestly, yeah. my expectations for it are, I don't know if the, I think this is low, but my expectation is, or not, not even an expectation, but just like my goal is I want to get in the top 64. Cause I want that world's invite. That's um, right. Which Absolutely. I, I know that, that I don't know. It, it is kind of a low goal. Like I'm not aiming to get like first place, but it is going to take a lot of work to get there. Like it's no, you know, it's going to be tough. So Angel and I have been practicing 
um, trying to figure out what decks we're going to play and uh, just kind of getting ready for this new meta. The new meta there, the, or the meta there is going to be pretty interesting too because there's no depths, right. um, there's no Axe Spider, which I'm pretty excited about that. To be honest, I, I think it's going to be, um, I think it opens up some new interesting avenues for both of our decks uh, as we've been playing with them and practicing. So excited. Awesome. Um, and yeah, so before we uh, dive into today's meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, just first, yeah, I wanted to definitely let Eric let you all know that. I wish you both the best of luck. Super excited for both of you. Super proud of both of you. And uh, have has anybody, what have you guys been up to in the in the interim recently? Besides, I mean, if, if you want to talk about your playtesting and training, go for it. Yeah, I think a uh, majority uh, release has been... Well, we started playtesting, I think, two days now. Um, so I've been doing that, and honestly, I've been just kind of, since I'm getting ready to roll my cards, so I've been organizing my binders, uh, putting my set two stuff in chronological order because my OCD kicks in, you know, set numbers. So I've been working on that, seeing what I'm missing um, so I can spend some money later on on, on leftover SPRs that I don't have. But um, really, m- most of my time, it's really just been, well, one, I read the lore, the lore book. Um, nice. Fascinating. Very nice. And then two, really just been kind of like just brainstorming and, and putting ideas together. I built a couple different funky decks for the Pro Tour um, or that I, may, I might be playing a Pro Tour. Um, one of them was definitely axed out yesterday, um, which I figured was going to be a joke. I just did it to see how, it, how I would do. It was an on-dead purple deck um it just need, it needs more obviously i think set three will help with some of it but um other than that just that really like eric was saying just trying to come up with different ideas on how to adapt to this new meta that and i say new meta right pro tours can be such a wild card because yeah there's no other grand opens there's nothing else till that happens so you're not gonna know what people are gonna be playing right so it's just whatever tech and spicy things people come out which i do like that aspect of it because it's kind of going into the unknown um for everybody for the most part right unless you're in a big group setting you know we're gonna play uh so i'm excited for that um should be interesting a little nervous obviously um like eric's saying my goal as well obviously win it all if you can but top 64 for sure to qualify for worlds especially because this trip is such across the world <laughs> you know that yeah i want i, I want to make it worth it so but all sure. in all, we'll have a good time i mean playing battlefields will be fun a whole new place we've never been so it'll be exciting so that's great uh yeah same here pretty much just been uh, i mean for me i guess not so much prep into the actual card aspect but i was like shopping around for flights and hotel and uh, trying to figure out what I need to do to go to a foreign country on such short notice. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, l- luckily I already had my my passport. So that's uh, good. That's great. It was yeah. It it was actually a lot simpler and easier than I thought it was going to be to get this all set up so quickly. But um, it was just a little expensive and it was kind of an unexpected expense. But uh, you know what? How often do you get an opportunity like this? So I'm 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 going for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Man. I'm so excited. Um, I've been doing a little prep work for Atlanta. We're going to be playing in an open there uh, the first weekend of December, I think, or the second weekend, second weekend. Uh, so I bought my ticket for that. I bought my lore set um, from someone on TCG player. So hopefully that'll be here relatively soon. Uh, I'm not hurting for any of those cards, but I definitely want to read the lore book. And other than that, yeah, just playing some pickup games with you guys and uh, 
wanted to briefly, just very quickly explain why you may be seeing some Keyforge videos popping up on our YouTube channel. Um, what we'd it's like a virus. To, we're yeah, infected. We have we're malware. infected by me. <laughs> um, I, I we we've talked about from the very beginning, Eric and I, and, and now Eric and Angel and I, um, of just you know, umbrella trickle dripping out a little bit into other games. Like we talk about games uh, that we're playing at the start of this. Like we were pretty big into Shadowverse, even though no one else was uh, that made yeah. Shadowverse. Um, a lot of people were playing it at first, but uh, but anyway. So I put out a couple of Keyforge videos, um, and and that's something I've wanted to do anyway, just for my friends who have watched me stream Keyforge but never play it, and they're always just like, "I'm just here to hang out with you. I don't know what's going on." So I made a a very be a quick rundown beginner video that also has some resources to beginner stuff, and uh, just recently put out a deep dive into set one. These are coming out on the Absolute BSS channel. They're filtered into a different playlist, but you might be seeing them on your subscription page. So let us know, like, if that's not cool, like if you don't want to see those Keyforge videos come through, uh, just let us know. We'll we'll try to figure something out about that. But moving forward, I, I am planning on um, releasing a few more and maybe even doing a separate Keyforge podcast. So if that's something you're interested in, uh, we have the Keyforge text channel in the Discord already. Um, but yeah, just let us know, leave a comment, um, go check out the videos. If you want to, uh, message me on the discord here, uh, we're still figuring out how we want to do all of that, but, um, still very excited about Keyforge. and for anyone else interested, the set seven campaign launches, uh, well, this is probably being published on the 12th. So the, the game found campaign for set seven, which is a crowdfunding thing, uh, has released today. So go ahead and check it out if you're interested. And there will probably be another video. So just wanted to let everyone know that that's kind of what I've been doing in the background here. Um, and that's my non-BSS stuff for today. And now <laughs> we're going to get into it. So, um, yeah. So Erica thought of the idea of us just picking each five cards. There might be some overlap. We don't know. We uh, we never discussed the cards beforehand because I, I think that's pretty fun to just see what yeah. we're all Surprise. thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So we each have five cards here from set three that we're gonna uh be discussing, bringing up for various reasons. And um yeah, if you wanna you wanna kick us off, Eric? Sure. I um so let's see. These are gonna be like our our like five cards we're really excited about, or at least that's how I went about it. Um I don't really have a particular order. I don't okay. know if you guys put them in order. Not really. Uh, okay. Mine's are a mixture of like some set three and some of the uh, promo cards are technically cool. part of set three. So I'm going to start with a bit of a, a weird one, but maybe not super weird if you remember what I played before I played green. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shout out Sheriff Eagle here as my, <laughs> my first card. I, one Did of mine of you... is one of mine is Sheriff Eagle. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> That's awesome. We can both we can both talk about him. Sure. Yeah. Um, go I got. It. I actually played him. Uh, you got him up for the viewers, right? I do. Sweet. I'll just not ask that anymore. I'll just assume you got it. But <laughs> <laughs> I might don't you dare ask promos. questions here. <laughs> I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to pull up Twitter for the promos. But go ahead. I'll do that in the background. Oh, are we talking about promos too? I think uh, Angel I might have. Yeah, I have some for, for set three because um, you'll see when I talk about it why. Oh, okay, cool. Right, um, we're good. So 
Sheriff Eagle is a four cost two reduction machine beast uh, spirit in white. And uh, so it's a at level one and level two. Or sorry, for level one, for one core, it's 4K. Level two, for three cores, it's 6K. At level one and level two, both, when this spirit blocks during this battle, your spirits and your opponent's spirits cannot be destroyed in battle. And then at level two, so this is for three cores, it has armor white and armor green. So it can't be selected by white or green uh, effects. So no bounce, so, no exhaust. No bounce or exhaust. And I was actually playing with this. Uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're testing our decks for the Pro Tour, obviously, but we also took a little bit of a break and played like, just some fun, you know, set three games. Um, I was playing with this last night. It's really good. Um, it sets up some situations with yeah. Infinity Shield and Suppression that, like, you just can't do anything. Uh, and it just stops. It's kind of like Axe Biter, to be honest. Yeah. Um, in a bit of a different way, because it can't kill anything. Um, but not while blocking. I do also, not while blocking, no. Um, yeah. But it's it's its stats are, are pretty decent if you're attacking with it. But um, it does have a combo with another card. I'm kind of cheating a little bit because this isn't technically my card, one of my cards, but I do want to just call it out really quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, dive, dive Mech Capybot Dude, is also a new card. I literally picked these two cards. Oh, That's I'm sorry. Funny. No, this hey, is why awesome. <laughs> why don't you take this guy next then? And we can kind of talk about okay. your interactions. Yeah. No, this is great because it'll be for a shorter episode anyway. And that's so funny. I picked Sheriff Eagle and then immediately threw Dive Mech on my list too. <laughs> so Dive Mech Capybot is a three cost, one reduction white machine beast spirit. At level one for one core, it has 2000 BP. At level two for three cores, it has 4000 BP. At level one and two, when this spirit blocks... Select one of your spirits with armor. That spirit may block even if exhausted this turn. So <laughs> they, yeah. just a, it's a match made in heaven. And level yeah. two, it has armor from blue, um, which is good because there are some cards like, you know, Randolph that wants to kill your level three and lower spirits, uh, but he can't choose dive mech if he has three cores on him. And that also keeps him out of burning force range. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this was a fun little combo. I never actually got it to go off last night, but it was close to it. I think um, the the two main issues with it are that Dive Mech Capybot has to block first, and then it triggers. Right. And then two is that Dive Mech Capybot's stats are not that great. Right. Um, but it is neat, right? It is something that, yeah, like, cool. if you are out of cards in your hand and you need that one more turn dive mech on the board your opponent realizes that well i'm gonna have to swing in i'm gonna have to get rid of this because it's suppression on board it's suppression showing it's infinity shield showing um yeah so as yep. a backup like it's not bad and you've got that machine beast trait like if you're if you're going for tribal like it's it's really cool i i think um the armor blue is interesting too because we don't have a lot of that yet obviously mm-hmm what are your and thoughts? I, I like the I, oh, I like sorry. the artwork. No, it's like, it's like the artwork for it. For some reason, it just reminds me of like I don't know Rayman or some like funny comical for being white, right? Because white's usually yeah. very serious, heavy mechs. This has like a cute little purple. I don't know, a little capybot. I guess it's like it's just cute. Yeah, like, it looks like a, a Sonic boss. Sonic. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Well, it's very cool. You know what I think it's modeled after is the Gao attack carrier from Mobile Suit Gundam. Ah, uh, uh, that makes sense. Such a, it looks yeah. kind of chibi. Yeah, 
It's um, it looks pretty much exact like the purple and the red and the yellow. It's like the same colors as the Gao attack carrier. Yeah. No. So, um, but, like, but not good with Cheryl Vigo though. I mean, Cheryl Vigo is definitely good. I mean, I know you were play testing it. I think it was yesterday, the day before yesterday. Um, yeah. unfortunately, it's just obviously against the deck that I was using. It was just kind of like I was just <laughs> Gale is just going too crazy wide, right? So yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> Ban, ban the Gale cards, but um, no, nah, Sheriff Eagle's definitely, like you said, it does remind me a little bit of Axe Spider without the threat of uh, destroying things unless you attack with them, but it's definitely good. I mean, you stall me for at least another five turns between uh, all the white annoying support cards that white, you know, what white does is slow you down, stall, make things unblockable or, or uh, you know, invincible for that turn. So it's definitely cool. And I think I called this card out when it first came out. Uh, on the yeah. uh, on the preview, it's just how cool it looks. I mean, it's a share of ego. Yeah. Holstering a revolver, you know, flying around with a yeah. drawn revolver <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> yeah. It's what I love so much about this card, and I'm starting to slot it into a lot of like the white decks that I've built. Um, is it, it is? It just feels like from a game design mechanic, you know, they just banned Axe Spider. It's a more balanced rewritten Axe Spider, right? Yeah. Um, you lose the mecha. It's a machine beast, but like it's cool because it's built for the current meta and it's built as you, you, like we talked about emperor vulture um as like being mechanically like tech that is being built into the game that you should look at and this is definitely one of those cards and i think it's even better because of the two reduction symbols like it's very fairly costed the uh the stat lines are good and it gets that green armor for cheap yeah. and in, in a set is that cool. is dominated by like the best cards of this set you'll see everywhere is Gale and green and like the green void Lord is miles ahead of the other void Lords as like the best void Lord. Like green is getting yeah. so much support and we are already seeing green purple decks uh, with set two. So like green is here to stay. So anytime I can see an armor green, especially right now that's very very cool so that popped out to me and also the art looks like pokemon violet paradox form of bravey yeah you know I that's exactly that. what it is yeah um but he is cool he's got the little revolver in his claws and it's neat yeah i i, I think uh sheriff eagle rules and you know just for the cheeky little combo there dive met capybot is also neat um yeah. <laughs> that's really funny that eric and i both picked those um yeah i did cheat because capybot technically wasn't one of my cards <laughs> that's okay that's okay but, it works because um, it was one of mine yeah i i do want to ask your thoughts on this as um a machine beast and fabled beast connoisseur yes um the i'm sure you're aware of this we now have two capybara based yes, machine do. beasts yes we <laughs> which do. is odd because we have Carrybara and capybot yeah so i'm just like i love them both uh, yeah, I'm just like, are we going to, is this going to be a thing? Are we just going to get a bunch? Because <laughs> there's so many animals to choose from for Machine Beasts, but they did carry Barras twice, which yeah. I just think is really funny. <laughs> I, I do too. It's very goofy. Um, I yeah. would love to see more Capybaras. I'll do a Capybara yeah. Machine Beast build. Like if they make Capybara an X rare. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, <laughs> i guess there's no there's nothing on the card that makes it like capybara type so but i was like what if right. they made like i don't know they can name the card specifically yeah like if while this is on the field if you have both capybot and Carrybara, yeah uh, they fuse together into it reminds this ultimate me of Yu Gi Oh. 
I'll say you do some Yu-Gi-Oh stuff now. You got like all the little Ojama tokens. Yep. It's like, yeah. Go ahead. Have all three. Do this. Yeah. Battle Spirits definitely has some moments where I'm like, this feels like Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah. That is definitely one of them. Yeah. But like good classic Yu-Gi-Oh like that I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's why I play Fabled Beast because it reminds me of the, um, the what were they called? Like the, the jewel beasts in Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, uh, the crystal. Oh, yeah. Crystal, crystal beasts. beasts. Yeah. Like yeah. that was right around the time I stopped. Yeah, but like that, good. I loved that. Like, I really love that. So that's why I play Fable Beast cool. so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. How about that's you? That's two of our cards out of the way. That is yeah. two of the cards. <laughs> uh, mono one. Uh, well, the first one I picked is from set three. Uh, it's a magic purple card called Counter Curse. All right. Uh, four cost, one cost reduction. Uh, it's a flash speed. Select one of your opponent's spirits that is being blocked by one of your spirits with curse, destroy it when the battle ends. Obviously, being big uh, into the curse, especially with Maduke or even lower Camelot Knights, now curse is live and viable on your opponent's turn, um, which I love, right? Because now you can purposely almost like plant a trap and just say, all right, I'm not going to attack a Camelot Knight. They try to swing in with whatever, boom, block, flash this in. Now I got rid of whatever I wanted to get rid of on purpose. So um, I love this card. Um, I'm definitely going to be playing this. I'm gonna start off with definitely with a four of. Um, this wow. card is kind of what like I wished, kind of what Hangman would have been, right? Yeah. Um, where you yeah. trick your. I, I love, and I guess you know, talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, it really reminds me of these little trap cards, right? Like, all right, I'm gonna do yeah. this, thinking I'm gonna do this, but actually, I want you to attack, for I can do X, Y, C. Um, so I love this card. Um, I love the uh, artwork for it. Very like old school ink. I don't know, God thing being sucked up it looks like but yeah. the effect is good um especially on a big curse uh build deck where i think maduke is still going to be very very relevant if not even more on set three with some of the support uh she's getting with serpents and nightlings um there's some cool combos there so um yeah this is one of my first cards i picked so counter curse love it yeah i like it too it's it you could argue it's a little expensive but what what it is is it is a trap, you know, your opponent mm-hmm. doesn't know that it's going to be there. And I feel like a lot of people are going to look at this and, and probably rule it out as too expensive. So I think uh, it, it definitely in the beginning of the set three meta, if you're running counter curse, I think you're going to catch people off guard. I, I don't even, you know, in a lot of games, I think nothing of when your opponent leaves their spirits refreshed because usually it's like, I don't want to overextend for aggro. So if you've got, yeah, that Camelot Knight ready and your opponent is thinking, all right, well, Curse is turned off, boom, you turn it back on and you can really disrupt their gameplay without giving them any information. I like yep. it a lot. Gigano Rex hates this card. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Confront. Yeah. Bring it on, Camelot yeah. Knight. Okay. So, like, yeah, sure, I'll crash into this. Uh-huh. Like. And I think I think what I like about this card too, though, and maybe that's what the future sets are going to get into. Uh, it's one thing that I've always kind of talked about battles, not not in a negative way, it's just how different it is. It allows more interaction between players, yeah, during mm-hmm. your opponent's turn, right? Battles yeah. is the only game I've a card game I think I can think of I've ever played, um, like physically, that there's no interaction whatsoever for the most part. I mean, you got the flash steps, but after that, like there's really no more. This I think allows more of that ability to really just kind of think about what you can do on your opponent's turn to kind of backfire on them. And I think that's what I like about it. So, and it does it in a way that's not too clunky, like, right. You know, it's not necessarily like the huge stacks, like for magic, the gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh, it's just a very like quick window. I'm going to resolve this card. And usually that's the end of it. 
Um, yeah, they handle that that part of the gameplay very, very well. And this card fits that beautifully. I love it. It's all pretty much always going to cost three because like your curse yeah. spirit is going to be purple, right? So, right. yeah, it's neat. The art is is neat too. It yeah, I definitely like, 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 a, like a Grimm's fairy tales kind of. Yeah, I just yeah. played um Bramble Mountain King on stream for Spooky Season. Have you guys heard of that? It's like mm-hmm. Nordic. It's like Nordic folklore, I think. So it's very oh, okay. like like imps and fays and fairies and like it, it, this looks like it was lifted straight from that game's like concept <laughs> art. It's very. I can cool. see that got got the battle axe and everything. So yeah, I can definitely see that. It's cool. I like it. And there's a little bit of Lovecraftian elements here. Like the shadows definitely look like tentacles. Yeah, it's like some weird octopus-looking tentacle things. Who it's knows? Neat. I want more of that for sure. More average. The shadows, the shadows fighting back against the Cthulhu shark. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Cthulhu shark! Can't wait for that card. Just to own. That's a cool one. Um. All right. I'll I, I'll, I'll I, save mine. You should probably go again, Eric. Okay, I'll go again. All right. I feel bad because I took yours. Hopefully, no, I don't no, take no. It again. It's, <laughs> we might. <laughs> We might. Yeah. Um, this might be one of Angel's, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Heavenly Emperor Feng Huang. Uh, no, it's not. Who is this? It's the green, the green Void Lord. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We never talked really about this. We popped it up before, but like, yeah, go for it. This is so good. Which is uh, an amazing card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been playtesting set three, and uh, this card is bonkers. Like, it's just nuts. <laughs> yeah. uh, honestly, I was talking to Angel about this last night, I think. Um, it's kind of upsetting that the set two, False Gods, which is the set about the Void Lords, doesn't even contain the best Void Lord in the game, which is yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and normally I don't make such like absolute statements like that, but I think if you play with this card, you will agree with me because it is nuts. Um, so 10 cost six reduction void Lord prey bird level one for one core seven K. So it's out of pretty much all of the like BP destruction range for like everything. Uh, except for like the 10k on Nova or whatever. Uh, but then at level two for four cores, it's 10k. Level three for six cores, it's 15k. So it gets huge. And you're probably going to want those six cores on there. Their cores well spent. Um, at all three levels, it has Gale three. So if they block this, you tap three of their things. Uh, level two and three during your attack step, when one of your Void Lord spirits, so that includes this one. I don't know if you're going to play any other ones with it, but definitely this one. Um, or if you have multiples of it down, which we've seen happen <laughs> in our test games. Yeah. Um, if one of your Void Lord Spirits attacks reduces your opponent's life, you may select one of your opponent's exhausted spirits, and you may return that spirit to your opponent's hand to refresh this spirit. So uh, that's nuts. Level three, while he attacks, when this spirit attack... Re- attack when this spirit's attack reduces your opponent's life place one core from their life into the reserve so he does double damage so the other card i wanted to call out which i don't maybe this is somebody's card that they picked uh we did kind of talk about this so i didn't know i just wanted to bring it up briefly is uh hurricane highlands i don't know if either of you picked that one Nope. But, no, but I, it's funny because okay. i knew you were gonna say it so i pulled it up on the stream yeah. <laughs> before you said it so 
Uh, four cost two reduction Nexus. Uh, we've talked about it before, but this card is nutty with uh, the Phoenix Void Lord because uh, just for the first effect, when one of your spirits with Gale is summoned, place a number of cores from the Void onto that spirit equal to the number specified in its Gale effect. Uh, Angel, would you like to share with the class what you did to me yesterday? <laughs> yeah, sure. So I had three of those Nexuses on the field. And then, <laughs> so I had three of those. And then I summoned two of the uh, Voilor uh, birds plus two more Takua. And I think by turn nine, around nine, I had 64 cores on the field to play around with. And uh, we have screenshots it, of this in the yeah, Discord. Yeah, I think we put it on the Discord <laughs> of last night. It is so broken. I even said, like, hashtag toxic. Like, yeah. it, it is the most absurd thing how you just can go off and ramp. And my biggest argument back in the day was depth, right? Cool, you can draw all these cards, but you don't draw into anything. It means absolutely nothing. Where this is, you have cores, complete opposite story, right? You can do a lot with cores. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I summoned two of this guy, basically paying for himself with the Gale 3, then like two more Taka was. I don't even remember how many spirits I had on the field. Um, I think there was one, one match that uh, Eric had like three spirits uh, exhausted, and he's like, wait, do I just lose here because of his effect? I'm like, uh, yeah, thank you, do. You just keep tapping and refreshing. <laughs> so it, the card's broken. Um, and this is something where I think Monaka, uh, Imperator Monaka, really will be a cyborg card. Um, or if you're playing purple, maybe in the main, depending on what the meta looks like. Because it's an automatic Warlord, you know, popping uh, yeah. when he summons. Uh, because that card, yeah, Green Gale is going to be, uh, I think, one of the first probably decks to come out out of set three. Um, and I think we'll start seeing it. Because uh, it's just, it's crazy fast. It's it's just stupid. It, it Like yeah. this, a 10 cost card almost pays for itself. Like, that's what this is. You're paying four if you have all the reduction. But then you get three immediately on the card. Like, and if you have, yeah, if you have multiple Hurricane Gales, then you're you're getting it for free. Like, not only is it the best Void Lord based on just its abilities, Gale 3 is fine. That's really good. During your attack step, being able to hit life and bounce and hit life for two. Like, that is nuts. Yep. All of that is nuts. And the same stat line as all the Void Lords. Pair that with a Nexus that plays towards a Void Lord strength. That's not anything any of the other colors had. Like, it's nuts. So yeah. back to our little tech conversation about that Armor Green on Sheriff Eagle. Like, I know Armor Green on Sheriff Eagle is not going to stop Fang Wang. But Nexus Control Tech, Armor Green Tech, and... As a yellow player, I am sideboarding God Slaying um, mm. constantly yep. now because of, yep. you know, one, because I, I, I run two cost yellow, uh, and, and that pretty much takes care of anything, but especially for cards like this. Um, yeah. But it's not out of the realm of, of possibility here to put the, uh, the little dog from the lore set into your green decks because you're ramping anyway. It's only a two-cost dog. You can give one of your spirits Void Lord so that if it hits your opponent, then it triggers this guy's effect too. And then he can you go just, in for the two. You just blew yeah. my mind. I wasn't even thinking about that. I know. <laughs> no one's looking at yellow. That's why <laughs> oh, I'm no, here. It's, oh, it's select one of your opponent's spirits. Oh, it is specifically opponent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's why. But. But. 
still though. God slaying is so. is good. You need God slaying. You need counter curse. You know, you have to counter block Fang Wang. You have to, yeah. and you have to find a way to kill it. So don't lose hope. However, I do agree. This card is in every sense of the word broken. It is so good. Yeah, I think, and I think, like I said, it's an, and like for most things that we've noticed, it's the nexuses that make up half of these decks where it makes it like, okay, now this card's a little bit broken because yeah. of this card. Um, because just, I mean, perfect example was yesterday, right? And the more I was playing, and when I summoned my third nexus, I was like, okay, this is absurd. Now I'm ramping yeah. nine cores and I'm gonna do it again and yeah. then again. And it's just like, how do, how do you catch up with that? You know, worker ant man can't keep up. He ain't working hard enough. No. There's no way you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna kill that little ant. You know, like it's crazy. So you need to be running Ferraro slash. You yep. can definitely get away with the Emperor King Vulture, um, or King Vulture, King Vulture, especially in red decks. Um, oh wait, that's a three or six. Oh, uh, so three or six mind. though. Yeah, yeah. Ferraro for, slash uh, though. That's that's yeah. good. That's that's, that's kind of what we were money. talking about yesterday. We're talking about like with this set, especially because blue also plays a lot of heavy nexuses and a lot of like you need costs. you need you need a lot of like nexus removal. Like cool, like dream bomb is cool and dream blizzard, but you don't really want to bounce it back. You want right. to completely just remove it out. Which granted, blue can recycle some of those nexuses back, um, but especially like something around this, right? You get rid of that four cost nexus early to slow down that gale while you either set up your board a little bit better or, you know, prepare for anything that for this guy to come out. Cause yeah, yeah. I said, I, I wouldn't be surprised seeing a lot of people playing gale green when, uh, when set three first comes out. Gale so. is the hotness for set three meta guaranteed. That's gale the first place I'm going to go. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to build a gale deck. Absolutely. Like yeah. green's just so fun. Anyway, it, like cores over cards, right? Like angel was mm -hmm. saying, like, Depths can get you cards, but I'd rather have a shit ton of cores I don't even know what to do with yep. um, than anything. Because for only six cores on top of this thing, it's 15k, and it can deal double damage. Like, it's a game ender in mid-range. That's nuts. A 10-cost card fitting into a mid-range deck is nuts. Say, just from a game design perspective, I'm a little worried about this card, Hurricane Highlands specifically. Um I it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm really worried that if it becomes super dominant, um, like it's worse than depths. I like, think so. It, Cause because it's, depths it's was played. Depths was played in every deck under the sun because yeah. it was just when something, no matter what exhaust draw a card, yeah. this specifically triggers off of Gale. So the only deck that it goes in is Gale. Yep. And if it is the best source for ramping cores and it's like the fastest, best deck, like everyone is going to be playing mono green Gale. Yep. All of the other colors start sliding away out of the top tables. Like at least with Netherworld Depths, we saw we saw white, we saw purple, we saw green. Yep. Like with Hurricane Highlands, if it takes that, if it becomes that popular, and maybe I'm just like, you know, the crazy dude on the corner with the end is nigh. Like, yeah, you know, but I'm with but you. Like, <laughs> I, I am worried about it. I, I do from maybe. Maybe we're overvaluing it in some way, but from our playtesting, it just seems like the the best card in Battle Spirits I've ever seen. It's like, just crazy I, that her I'm not one, even being hyperbolic there. It's like right. I'm I'm just telling the truth. It's crazy <laughs> that one Hurricane Highlands can reduce the cost of your second one, and then any Gale Spirit afterwards pays for the third and the fourth. Yep. 
Like, what, that's I, wild. I think what's scary about the Hurricane Highlands is that just with one Gale spirit, let's just say two, right? But let's just say one spirit of Gale 2, you're already out you're already out moving your opponent, right? You're out ramping them by so much, and you're only going to keep going off from there, right? And then you mix in strong draw and other things to keep drawing to your Gales, and then you're just going off and off. And the course don't matter because you have all these cores to play whatever cards you're drawing, whatever level of you know levels of spirits you want. Um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. So it's I'm interested to see where it lands, you know. But I think it's definitely going to be uh, dominant, at least starting off. So. Yeah, it, it fucks up a lot of like almost half of purple's archetypes like yeah it, it's nuts it's nuts like any kind of core removal what doesn't matter because even your worker ant man at the end of it all is probably holding eight cores because you don't know what else to do with them you know so you can flash yeah. one prison off of him like it's a lot of cores <laughs> green yeah. ramp green well, ramp is like this is scary. something where like you have to run like possibly heavy suppressions right uh like I said, if I'm playing purple, count a curse for sure. Yeah, just try to at least get rid of them. Maybe you know the first time, but if you have two of them out though, like, like I mean, yesterday I think I had two, and then plus the two Takawa, plus I brought out prison boots. Like it is super yeah. insane. Oh my gosh! Like I've only if you're seen... if you're on a look at the uh, just look at what we posted last night. Yeah, you'll see my field. It was like prison boots, like two Takawas, two emperor or two of the emperor a bird. It was a bunch of crazy stuff. It was it was ridiculous. Prison boots is insane too. Like that card is so yeah. good. For those of you not knowing what we're talking about, we're talking about shot and Jaeger. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Black huntsman. Shot pres- and prison Jaeger. boots is not a real card. That is just the thing we gave. But yeah, I hope that catches on because it's hilarious. Yeah, it will. <laughs> and it's way easier to say than shot He's- and Jaeger. But he is prison boots. He's prison boots, but he uh, he's seen some things. Yeah, and he's he, gonna fuck you up. He Freddy Kruegered his way out of prison. <laughs> Edward Bramble um, hands. Jeez. <laughs> um. All right. That's all I really want to say about that. But I will. Basically, I'm excited, but also scared. Of, yeah. Yeah. Of these cards. Um. Uh, you know what? We didn't even read the second effect on Hurricane Highlands because it doesn't even. I mean, it matters. Uh. It's also good uh, at level two for two cores during opponent's attack step. And one of your spirits with Gale destroys one of your opponent's spirits via comparing BP, your opponent selects one of the refresh spirits and exhausts it. So similar to counter curse, it activates Gale on the other side when uh, you block with a Gale spirit. So it's like, I, I just think this enables so many just like degenerate strategies out of, out of green. Yeah. And uh, like, I'm going to play it. Yeah. But I'm scared of it. <laughs> if I'm going to a tournament and I'm like, once in a lifetime, this is it. I want to make money off of this. I'm running Gale. You're yeah. purchasing yeah. Gale. You are you are breaking Gale while you can. I, we are going to see Gale decks definitively without hesitation in the top eight. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe seven. Seven because of the top eight. Yeah, because Gale, like I said, okay, are you going to block? Cool, now you have to exhaust whatever yeah. X amount. So just like, you just do me a favor of blocking, and I'll push some other spirits. So yeah, um, yeah I'll definitely be, I'm excited for set three. So it's, it should be interesting. Yeah. So. I, in set two, I was excited for Gale, but then I was like, oh, it fell a little short. Hopefully we get some yeah. more pieces. And then now in we set three, yeah, yeah, set three, I'm like, whoa, 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 guys. Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold, hold it. You went overboard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man. And right at the end of, of depths, like, at the, so if they kept depths around at the very least, 
when your opponent is galing your creatures, you at least get to draw. But like, yeah. But then Schottenjäger attacks you. Then Schottenjäger so. attacks. Infinitely. Yeah. Like I get it. It's just then why is Schottenjäger written like that? Like it's nuts. I don't know. Bandai was just like green is going to be good. And yeah, we're they're like make sure. Let's yeah. just, they're like, oh, you were disappointed in set two green. All right, here's set three green. They're like disappointed now? in uh, Void Lords. The, <laughs> the the designers of the game are sitting there like, hmm, a red spirit. How about like a vanilla little like emperor beast chicken? Oh my gosh, yeah. And then they're like a green spirit. Uh, how about like a giant Void Lord that taps everything on the other side and does double damage and also ramps you six cores? How about that? <laughs> oh, that sounds great. They're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> And also, uh, like, if you're running any kind of green, you're putting Feng Wing in. Because, again, the even if it's not Gale, which it should be, uh, it's still just a damn good card that at the end of the game can put two damage into your opponent's face out of nowhere. Yep. Like, and, and green ramps by itself naturally anyways. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. you're playing Gale, Worker Gale, Gale was just like one. cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Gale was just cocaine for green. It's like, I'm going to lace you guys up. Let's go. go. Go ramp up. And I don't mean to harp on it, but like... This is a another just fantastic turn one card or or for first or second place. Like you're mulliganing for Hurricane Highlands or Worker Ant-Man. And yeah. if you get one or the other, you're keeping it. And then you're immediately getting ahead of your opponent. And it, it just establishes a tempo that is hard to keep up with Yep. Uh, when you're not playing green. So, yeah, we're going to see Gale decks and then we're going to just see anti-Gale decks. Those are those are the two decks that we're going to be seeing. Um, need to work on next actually is how do we beat it? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I legitimately either. don't know. I, like <laughs> I, I don't know. I've only been preparing to fight against Blue Mill and everything else that exists, and then Gale just comes in and is like, Fuck "I mean, you. it's it's very hard to." play against gale right because the moment you declare a blocker the gale kicks in right so yeah you could dream bomb you could yeah. do whatever it doesn't matter your your spirits are already tapped down so yeah. it's like unless it's a card later on that says on tap i mean which there are a few right like white dust a little bit is like refresh it this happens during the battle step or whatever well, it is that's but it's not enough tech right now you know? is to be able to block well exhausted and that's right. really only in white now i will say blue has the crush golem i think that's what it is that can do block that block golem, golem. Yeah. as long as you have the nexuses he can block but it has to be a level five or fewer i think it is so even that yeah. he can't block everything you know yeah it's tough. Sheriff Eagle did hold you back. Sheriff Eagle with like infinity shields and suppressions. Mm -hmm. But yeah. my problem was I was holding you back. But then every single time that I held you back, you just got more and more, more cores, and more, more yep. spirits. You were yeah. drawing cards. I just, And then I would just like draw off the top of the deck. Oh, it's a suppression. Say go. You drop stuff. You ramp. You swing in. I suppression. Oh, okay. I guess it's back to me. Like I was yeah. stalling, but like for what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I also had the, uh, <laughs> the card. inevitable. Yeah, yeah, I had the elephant as well. So after the uh, end step, I was just refresh all my cores even again. Yeah. To play magic. So it, it was just crazy. I, I think yeah. um, elk beast is uh, or divine moon sky whatever. That yeah. that that Fanatec Elk, yeah. Fanatec Elk. That deck can go toe to toe with like the amount of stalling. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it, it, your 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 stalling is not going to be worth as much as your opponent ramping on the next turn. Gale is crazy. Zenda. All right. So in All right, what's one of your cards, Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> um okay. I've got a green card to look at. This is 
is <laughs> Swamurai. Okay. Um, nice. We're still on Gale. It's a one cost, no reduction green prey bird spirit that says if you control a spirit with Gale, this spirit card gains swift in your hand. Flash speed swift. You may summon this card from your hand by using cores from your reserve to pay its cost and place cores onto it. One core, one K, two cores, two K. Um, when all of your opponent's cards are tapped down, you swift this guy in and you can either win or, you know, like it's just good. Like if you're running Gale, you're also running this cheap guy. The ramp is there, obviously. Uh, or as a chump blocker, you know, like I, I think this is a four of in Gale decks, even though it doesn't technically have Gale. I still think it's very good. It's very quick. Um, and it's just, why not? What do you guys think of Swimmerai? Am I like overvaluing this card? Let's do a quick champ or chump. Uh, I think there's a place for him, right? Uh, I, you know, I think it'd be too broken if he had like a one cost reduction as well. Cause you for can sure. play for free. Um, but like you said, I could definitely see this. This, this card reminds me sort of like Arcane Joker, right? It's very situational. Like you said, I either need one more push to bring you down, right? Or chump block, or, uh, you know, maybe if you're trying to, like, trap your opponent, like, hey, I'm going to swift this in, or you see the course. So, I think he's good. The only thing I wish his BPs were a little bit better, because he could still be sapped pretty quickly. Sure. Um, but, usually when you're playing this guy, you probably know your opponent has no more resources, right? There's no yep. more bursts on field. So, I definitely could see him. I mean, he's only one cause. Like you said, with Gale deck, you should have about 80 cores. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So. Um, I wouldn't say he's a chump. I definitely think he's definitely a, a little surprise attack, which is what he is, right? A samurai. I think it's pretty yep. cool. Uh, it just comes in, swoops in, takes that last life, and it's game over, you know? Yeah. I'm sure about him because um, I think for right now, I haven't really played with him much. I think for right now, I'd go chump because I have not been able to find a spot for him in my Gale deck. Interesting. Um, I, mainly because of... Uh, he doesn't ramp with the uh, with Hurricane Highlands because he doesn't actually have Gale himself. Sure. Um, and uh, but I have been thinking about him. Like he's one. He's like just on the cusp of the deck. Like every time I'm like, oh, I should change something out. He like almost goes in. So like I could just be I maybe encourage you to try it. Yeah, because yeah. I mean you're not really planning him for the Gale because you should have right. enough Gale exactly. That. You, he's one cost. I mean, even if you didn't have a Gale Spirit, you should have at least one core. This is more of like, instead of playing Leaf Wolf or something like that, you just go in, finish somebody off. I think this is almost like a, what I, I said, Arcana Joker, only in yeah. Swift mode, and it's just fa finisher, right? Yeah. Declare Blocker, cool. Any Flash? No? Okay, I'm a Flash in. Swamurai, <laughs> go in for the last life either way. So. That's my thing. I think in a Gale deck, he is a cheap unblockable. If you're not playing against White. Mm. he's a cheap unblockable yeah because all their stuff is tapped down right yep. and you yeah you have have try him and... if you're getting 64 cores you're not you're not hurting from having swimmerai instead of one of those cards that gave you eight more cores you know the difference yeah, between 58 fair. cores and 60 or well, 56 cores and 64 cores is not that much <laughs> <laughs> not at that level yeah not not at that, that level point. at that that's, point you're looking more for that flash point. speed exactly yeah, you're looking for that flash speed at that point so. i i just think swimmer is really neat and hearing both of your responses actually too makes me think that this is some bss tech that's some absolute yeah. bss swimmer i win in the game for you try it 
Yeah. I'm going to slot him in and see what he does. I, I yeah, just honestly need to play with him because yeah. I just, like I said, he's always on the cusp because I, I feel like I'm just like, I don't know. I'd rather have maybe worker Ant-Man or um, maybe leaf wolf just because then it's not conditional swift. It's yeah. just like and leaf wolf I, does my- definitely can get bigger, especially if you have all the Gale ramp. I, I get that. Yeah. Both of them could hold that spot. I just think, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I really like Swamurai. We have not yeah, done think- our Gale yet either. Like, you yeah, can no, I buff him up though yeah. too, though, right? Because if you have Emerald Sanctuary on the field, that's true. You can you, you can bump him up, um, and now he's also the last beater that you need to push through, right? right? Even if your opponent's for some reason, which I doubt it with Gale, but had one more spirit that he can block with. I mean, you can at least get you're gonna have to block, right? <laughs> you're gonna lose with this little. So, yeah. um, I think yeah, I think he's definitely good, especially in the Gale deck. I mean, that's what he's for. So that's what I, his flash effect works because of Gale. So um, yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely a good little surprise element. He's cool. Yeah. The fact he that he costs of, one. Yeah. The fact that he costs one definitely makes him interesting. He reminds me of, uh, I forget what his name is, but the uh, the owl from Pokemon. Uh, uh, not Hoot, Hoot but. Uh, Hoot Hoot? Or not no? Hoot Hoot, but the one that looks like he has these color schemes. It's like a little Mexican owl. Oh, uh, Hachula. Hachula, yeah. yeah. The Luchador. The Luchador, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like that guy. Well, Neat. Sweet. You want me to talk about my card? Yeah, go for it. All right, next one, so uh, still from set three. Uh, it's another purple magic card nice. called Gather Ingredients. Uh, it's a four-cost, oh, nice. two-cost reduction. Uh, main effect, uh, uh, select a purple spirit card from your trash and return it to your hand, and then main or flash, which all purple cards do this for some reason. <laughs> select a spirit gains yeah. 2,000 BP. Nobody's using it for that. I like the ability to be able to grab any purple spirit that I want. Um, for really, this cost only, ideally costing me two cores. Uh, I'm thinking about recycling, you know, the Madukes, just for some reason, she's gone. Yeah. Cursed Dragon, Baculus. If I need, you know, if I have another Cursed Dragon in my hand and I need the other Baculus, um, especially for me, I usually play two Baculus and three Cursed Dragons. Um, so I'm usually one, you know, short one Baculus, so I can yeah. sack them on purpose to get more cores of Cursed Dragon and then bring it back to my hand. So, um, yeah, I like this card. I think it's really good, especially with the purple theme that's going into a lot of like recursion and bringing things back. Um, it's really cheap to play, and it's any purple spirit. So once again. It's a toolbox. That's why I love purple, right? It's, yeah. What spirit do I need this turn? Do I need my Agavel? Do I need my Dragonaga? Do I need my Camelonite? Whatever it might be, you know? So I really like this card. So it's a good purple card and it's made better against blue. Like you're not, this isn't even a sideboard card. It's, it's in your deck and it's good. And then if you're playing against blue, it, it gets even better. Yep. You know what makes this card? also very good is the fact that it goes to your hand because there's some new recursion yes. cards we've got but a lot of them go to the top, top of the deck yeah, and I'm, top of the deck. I'm just like that. yeah yeah they'll get crushed again or something else you know just like right yeah and i get that a, that's a balancing mechanic i guess but then you have cards like this that are just clearly better well yeah. and i think like like you were saying uh cam i think with this card it's another like little spicy idea like if i'm playing against a blue player right yeah, and you think you're really hurting me, which you you are in a way, right? You're you're milling my deck out, right? But now you probably allowed me to get into a spirit that I needed anyway, instead of me having to draw yeah. into it. Now I just grab it from my hand, thanks to you, and now I completely changed that whole uh, field board state depending on what it was, you know. So yeah. um, that's what I like for it, and honestly, for two cores, uh, I, I mean, you can't defeat that. Like it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a solid magic card. Yellow didn't get my any good magic, so. I'm excited to see other colors getting good. Magic. <laughs> yeah. 
my mind always goes to Baculus Curse for this. Absolutely. Because it's mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, they're milling you. You have Baculus, but you need Curse or the other way around. And then, yep. boop, there it goes in the trash. I'm just going to grab it. I'm going to gather the ingredients here. Yeah. <laughs> and then. It's uh, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like drop it. This. Yeah. I love it. I think that's a, yeah, I think this, that's a, is that a leaf over about to get tore it up. Is. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad. It is Poor sad. Leafle. We're just sleeping, but hey. Yeah. It is cool thematically, and the art is very, very good. Yeah, champ all around on that one. I think so. Yeah, I I like it. All right, where to next, Eric? Let's go into red. Ooh. For some ritual fire, baby. Very nice. Nice. So ritual fire is a four cost to reduction magic. Uh, Red, it is a burst, and the burst is when when you lose life. So pretty easy trigger there. Select one of your spirits during this turn. That spirit and all of your spirits with one or more of the same spirit type as that spirit gain 2000 BP. You may then pay this card's cost to activate its main effect. The main effect is select up to two of your opponent's spirits with 4000 or fewer BP and destroy them. So I don't really know if the burst effect on this is very good, but the main is what I'm what I'm playing it for because it's burning force plus an additional one K. So this hits worker ant man. It hits, um, you know, a pesky little flame fish. You know, if, if you don't have anything that then flame fish is going to retaliate and kill it, it hits all the, like, uh, the mecha tokens, the ant tokens, the, it just hits a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of the little purple spirits as well. So, yeah, I, I just think that this is a really solid removal card. Um, I don't I don't actually know if it's that good. I just thought it was interesting and kind of exciting. But um, the, the main reason I'm questioning it is because it's main speed only. And uh, I don't know how effective the burst really is. But I think the secondary effect uh, is pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. because 4,000, 4, you're getting a buff there, right? It's doing what Burning Force can't do. Right. So, mm-hmm. And um, that's how people are building their decks. They're building it and slotting in cards that are outside of Burning Force range. That's something we yep. always comment on a card when we bring yeah. it up. We'll go, and it's out of Burning Force range. But now, like, if people are main decking Ritual Fire, especially... So, when I look at the burst effect, too, I'm thinking Pterosaurs, right? Or Star Dragons, you know? Yeah. Tribal decks that you're looking at a lot of stuff. So it's a good kind of, like kind of an ice shield against certain matchups you know if you're making all your spirits too big to fight into you're kind of ending that step you don't get the life back obviously um but being able to kind of turn it into flash speed during your opponent's turn out of the burst slot is still good yeah good um, point i wasn't even thinking about that yeah because then, you know, you get to start your turn then and say you have a second Ritual of Fire, you might be just clearing the whole board and then going into face. Yep. Um, a lot of situational this, stuff, but it's yeah. I think it's still pretty good. I think it's, it's a good. cool magic. And this is the card that's supposed to get that weird funky promo too, ain't it? From those oh, guys is it? from YouTube. I think so. Is oh, that, is that one this of is them? Game Grumps? Oh, yeah. Is this one of them? Yeah, right? I think <laughs> oh, it is. One of them. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, cool. I'm excited for that. I'm a big Game Grumps fan. That's <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good card. I mean, doing what you know Red does, which is destroying. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like I think it's good. I Solid like it. removal. What'd you got for us, Cam? Um, this is uh gonna go really quick. Uh I've been revisiting ants. So Yojimbo Ant Man is a four cost yeah. <laughs> three reduction 
green carapite spirit, vanilla. So level one for one core, 3K. Level two for three cores, 7K. And if you're running green, that's pretty cheap. So it fits into the carapite tribal. It's a blank spirit um, for, for those decks if you want it. But, you know, it's just fun to play the tribal decks. We've got some good ant support um, even more. I think ants were pretty decent in set two. Um, and so seeing a little bit more support there or just any mono green, like this is a really solid card to slap down on the table for one core and then get it up to 7k. Yeah. Um, it's just cool. Need art too. You know, a little samurai ant. Kind of like the young warrior, but now you have this carapite uh, trait as well. Yes. And that extra reduct. Oh wait, no young warrior has three, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, I just think it's neat. Yeah, I like it. I like Take vanilla cards also. <laughs> yeah. So is this slotting into your Spring of Norn deck? Uh, my Spring of Norn token deck? Absolutely. Hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. It's mostly green with Spring of Norn and some mech and some mech stuff, but it's mostly ant token. So yeah, this is a uh definite slot. He's leading the little Ant Man army tokens. <laughs> I like it. What you got, Angel? So now moving a little bit away from set three, this is one of the promo cards. Uh, another purple card. Uh, it's called Corp- You Cheater. I know. Corpse <laughs> Knight Villium. Oh. Um, he's a five cost, two cost reduction, undead. Uh, for one core, level one, he's a 3K. Uh, for four cores, level two, he's a 7K. So at level one and level two during your turn, when a spirit is summoned from your trash, select one of your opponent's exhausted spirit and destroy it. Not much more to say. <laughs> Card's good. It's like a spawn warrior character looking guy. Yeah. Um, I think this pairs very, very well uh, with Immortals or whatever you got going on. Thorn Prison combos, Exhaust, Takawa combos. Yeah. If you happen to, you know, so there's a lot of different things I could see um, with this card and the ability to destroy something exhausted without having to attack into it. Um, I really like. And the reason why uh, I said earlier, why I kind of looked into the promos as well. Some of these cards, I feel like it's gonna do what Axe Spider did, right? They ain't gonna get a they're gonna have to look by, oh whatever, it's a pretty cool card. And then all of a sudden at some point, oh yeah, this card's really ridiculous. So and looking at this yeah. card, it just it's just good, man. I saw it as soon as I saw it, I was like, Man, I can play this for three and its effect, it's good. <laughs> at level one or two, like it don't yeah. matter. Like and it triggers multiple times. Like if yeah. you're able to summon multiple times out of your trash it's also triggering multiple times i've got a green purple recursion deck built uh and i'd be slotting in three of him i think yeah he's just good and for something that what purple likes to do right which is control now you can control aspects you can do core controlling you can do exhaustion controlling you can do you know immortal i mean it's a lot uh you know like what i said earlier purple being a toolbox that it is it slots in um and it's an undead right so right talking about that deck I was trying to build, the Undead archetype is going to be really good at some point. I think it still needs a little bit more, obviously, but Undead is going to be something crazy, especially when you pair it up with the uh, Nexus they got. I think it's called Monstrous something. Yeah. Um, it's a really good Nexus with Undead, so it's, I'm excited um, for it. It definitely has its matchups. Undead is is there, and it, it it's just fun. You know, I like combo-y stuff. And uh, Corpse Knight definitely, you know, is Beldegore's best friend. Reanimate. I guess that puts it in your hand, but still, yeah. There's some there's some new immortal stuff coming out. Um, the new mommy in purple does some recursion, yeah. <laughs> so 
Velium uh, fits pretty well with her, and, and you know she's fitting into Maduke decks. So like, yep. yeah, there's something there, and and this is uh, it definitely gets the deck building juices flowing for sure. Yeah, when he comes out, definitely revisit that undead deck because I think he's gonna take it to a whole new level. Yep. Yeah, for sure. What All you right, got, Eric. I've got another. Uh, I didn't do this on purpose, but I uh, another game grumps card. This is Plant Trap. <laughs> oh, nice. So, okay. This is a uh, five cost two reduction green magic. It is also a burst when their opponent resolves a spirits when summoned effect is when it triggers. Your opponent selects two of the refresh spirits and exhaust them. So it's a thorn prison on burst. And then you can resolve the main flash, which is select a spirit that costs five or more. If it is green, refresh it. If it is not green, exhaust it. So yeah, I I, I think this is my fifth thorn prison. Like, I don't know that yeah. I want to play a lot of these, but I think that this is like I slot it in as like my sort of like how I have charge draw in as my fifth star bless draw. I think yeah. this is my fifth thorn prison. So that's kind of like where I think philosophy. it slots in. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a toolkit card. It's a sideboard card, and it's really good in the mirror match. When Gale decks are going to be slamming into each other, you're going to see more plant traps. Yeah, you tap their stuff down, and then you refresh your dude, and um, yeah, super cool. And good art. We yeah. love carnivorous plants. Yeah, I'm going to have to see if I want to play this version or the Game Grumps version. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, if I'm ever playing either of these cards, it's definitely going to be the game, game's growing. <laughs> so goofy. So goofy. I love it. All right, what you got, Cam? All right, my last one is also green, so that kind of works. Um, I was talking about ants. This is Archduke King Taurus. Yeah. Um, Eight cost, four reduction, Great Beetle Blade Beast Green Spirit. Um but it definitely works in the ant meta. Um, level one for one core, it has 4K. Level two for four cores, it's 6K. Level three for nine cores, it's 12K. It's pretty expensive, but again, green ramps. Uh, level one, two, and three, when summoned, select three of your spirits that are Carapite, Great Beetle, or Insectoid. Place a core from the void onto each of those spirits. When I'm playing green, at least right now before Gale, those are the cards I'm playing. So Carapites are your worker Ant-Mans. Insectoids are your uh, pincers. Um, and he's ramping, you know? You can put those cores down, and then you can move all three of them over to him right away and turn him into level two, which then triggers his second ability. Level two and level three, when the spirit attacks, summon one of your Ant-Man tokens. And the important part of that is that this one <laughs> does come in ready, like the queen. Yep. So... I think, you know, he can be expensive. He could be a dead draw if you see him early. But also, with, with the way green ramps and the way that ants can just completely take over the board, he's a very cool addition, and I'm going to play him. I am I don't know how viable he is competitively, but I'm going to play him, and I'm very excited about just getting that little bit of extra ant push. Yeah. Um I like you can do lot. some crazy stuff with him and Herrick Dynas as yes. well. Yeah. Herrick Her Dynas is such a cool card. So it's yeah, it, that's another one that's neat to wait. Can he be flashed in with Herrick Dynas or no? Uh oh, I don't maybe. think so. Oh, maybe not. Never mind. But I mean, but he ramps onto Herrick Dynas, which is cool. He does. Yeah. Um because mm. Herrick Dynas says all insectoid and carapite. 
But right. other other insectoid cards, you know, are like Map Butterfly, Heaven's Cloak Butterfly. Like, so you're still getting the ramp. You're still keeping your ramp. It's not as aggressive as Gale as far as exhausting, but Emerald Pincer does it. You've got the Thorn Prison magic. Like, I I, I think there's a spot for Archduke. A queen needs a king. Taurus. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. At the very least, so, it is very like Weevil Underwood has these very specific cards. And um, as far as a tribal deck building fan, I cannot wait for this card to come out. He's cool. I think. Yeah, I like, I like the way he looks. Like definitely another like Pokemon inspired look. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, those are mine. Sweet. You, um, was that that was your last one? Yeah, that was my last one. Okay. I think I have one more. Did I yeah, do two? I, I no, no, more. no. I think, I, you did, I think you and her had one that were the same. I think that's why he had one last. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're fine. Um, I guess okay. I'll do my last. Well, I have two more, but I'll do this purple one. Um, From set three, it's Underworld Snake Man Bodies is what I want to call him. He's a four-cost, two-cost reduction serpent. Um, A level one for one core, he's a 3K. Or level two is for three core, he's a 4K. Um, At level one and two, well, he attacks, he has curse. And then at level two, when destroyed by opponent... Remove one core from each of your opponent's refresh spirits and place them into the reserve. So, um, very nice. once again, very control heavy, very Maduki inspired. Um, and removing it's almost like a Baculus for such a lower cost, right? Like, yeah. you're not complete weapon down, but it's from each of the refresh. And then you can set up, you know, maybe mm-hmm. that's all you need to set up your curse dragon instead of waiting for Baculus or whatever else you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, or reduce those spirits you know um that have those level pesky level two level three effects now they're level two or level one so um i definitely like this card uh stats are pretty good fits well with the whole serpent theme that's coming out with set three to help more of that support archetype so i like them another great target for counter curse yep yeah you defend with this Mm. guy uh for the first swing and then you're taking cores off of their refreshing course yep yep uh, wow, that's a good. And if you have gu- if you have guillotine or anything else, now you're also drawing. Depending if you destroy any spirits, so yep. Um, yeah, I, I think this card's very good, and and I like it. So yeah, solid stat. Four. Uh, he's got four belly button rings. Yeah, he does. That's badass. <laughs> <laughs> belly button blinged out, baby. Blinged out. <laughs> a king serpent. <laughs> he's trying to press Maduke. That's right. <laughs> Mommy Madu. This is this is my last card. Uh I think Cam, you're gonna be excited by this one. That's exciting. So it is Wonderland Pumpty Dumpty. Yeah, I was hoping one of you would. <laughs> yeah. I, I figured one of you would, so I didn't. Cool. Yeah, that's funny. I love him because he I love these like other landers that just do crazy shit. Yeah. And he's another one of those. Uh so He's a four cost two reduction other lander spirit yellow uh, level one for th- for one core three K level two for two cores four K level three for three cores five K at all three levels when summoned reveal the top card of your deck that is the same cost as any of your spirits add it to your hand otherwise discard it so kind of like a mini uh, King Charles and then when he's destroyed at level two and three you just draw a card That's so. Good. He's just a really solid, like if you're building other landers, he's just a really solid tool to have in your little toolbox. Yeah. yeah. I just hope he's not very fragile, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I like him. 
Yeah. I like him. When I saw him, when I think I sent it to, um, to the guests on either in text or Discord when he got revealed, I'm like, it's hilarious. Dude. Like, it's, it literally made my day better. I think yeah. I, I was like, I just laughed at the card. I was like, this is a funny card, but it's and it's not that bad, honestly. But no. being Overlander and the effects, it's pretty good. It's yeah. just, you know, oh, oh, pumpy dumpty. Pimpty so, dimpty, like baby. I can't wait to build an other lander deck and uh, see how much I can get out of that engine. And he's in there for sure. Um, I mean, like we said, you, you know, you got one Alice in play. He's looking for that second one. You're draining. You get Empress Guardian. Yeah. You draw Alice. You know, like all these other landers do look at each other's cost really well. And you can still flood and have them at decent stats because they they scale so well like his statting mm -hmm. one core into two core into three core is clean it's good um and yeah when he's gone because you're you're chump blocking a lot with yellow you get to draw that card and you can pair that with uh your blessed cathedral and you get to ramp off of him too like yep it, it's good other landers are here they're not i don't know I just I want yellow to have more love. <laughs> I, I think they are viable. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna make another lander deck. I just have so much fun with Alice. I've been waiting so long for more other lander cards and well Pimpty Dimpty rules. Th that's why I am so excited about this card because I have so much fun with King Charles, just yeah. like flipping stuff off the top of the deck. So it's just another way to do that. So that's huge. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Being um, able to just summon a card off the top of your deck is crazy and like yeah. you can trigger the when summons multiple times with a lot of other lander stuff so like yeah. joker coming in off of pumpty dumpty into king charles into joker you know like it's just like it can get out of hand really really quickly yeah it's just such a gambling deck too because you're just like let me flip this over oh it's a thing i need okay i add that to my hand or i put it into play or now it has unblockable or whatever right yeah, very, that's why people are staying away from it card gamers yeah. like the sure things yeah. and whereas i play rng and i try to mitigate when when the coin toss doesn't go my way if it's still okay eric and i were talking about this my yellow deck isn't fully fabled beasts it isn't fully luster it isn't fully two cost but like so sometimes it's a feels bad moment when flying turtle looks for a fabled beast and discards your nexus when you could have triggered free stall to draw the nexus first, then the flying turtle, the you know, like the ordering yeah. is different, but like when they do come together and you do get that, that heads on the coin flip and you do get to like put that second Joker out on the field from King Charles. And now you have two unblockables going in for the win. Like that's, that's exciting to me. I know it's not consistent, but that's what can win games and catch people off guard. And I think that's why I love yellow. So if you're a gambler. Yeah. If you're a gambler, you're playing other landers. You're scrambling for it. Yeah. Which is funny. <laughs> scrambling. Like one of their, one of their lands is the land of cards and it's like it big poker chips. It's, it is gambling. I love it. I mean, you know what one of, you know what one of their lands also is the other land. You know, the other. <laughs> all of them are other lands when you're talking about one well other landers yeah. like some of those like are you talking about rng it really reminds me of a it was a stupid card back in the day in Yu Gi Oh. i think it was called question 
where yes. like you had to get i forgot what it was but it was something ridiculous and if you got it wrong like you lost like either you lose the duel or you lose like half your light points yeah and i'm like so that is stupid. such an rng like do you remember what was the last what the first card i ever seen your opponent's graveyard i was like what in the world like so <laughs> but i agree though like i i understand that feeling um you know, you guys are talking about Gambit, right? Even with Gambit, I'm over Snap. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's literally a gamble of what's going to get this card from my hand. It's either going to be my Apocalypse that I want, or it's going to be something else that I needed. But, once again, you're also gambling what targets you're going to hit. It's either going to win right. you the game, or it's going to cost you the game. And then sometimes that's surprise element. It's It kind of gets both players, that, you know, playing evil, even playing field, right? Where it's either like, I'm about to lose, or you're about to win. <laughs> like, yeah. it's one of these jokes. So, I do, I do understand that aspect of it. Marvel Snap is gambling in itself. Like yeah, Marvel it Snap, <laughs> the way that game is built is it's like playing Texas Hold'em and snapping is just raising the bed. You know, like yep. <laughs> and and then retreating is folding. It's gambling. I like Keyforge yep. because there's a lot of those kind of things like there's a card that's like guess the top card of your deck's house. If you're right, you play it. If you're not right, it just stays there. Like that's my point about the the RNG and the coin flipping is those those they can be very powerful effects they're just balanced by randomness and so i, I that's i love those cards but that's got to be why people don't is because yeah. card gamers typically are very analytical and they're very like i need my percentages i need yeah. to know that i have an 18.46 percent chance to draw curse dragon next turn you know yeah. like but i oh man humpty dumpty <laughs> Fun. And then here comes Pumpty Dumpty, like doo -doo -doo, yeah. here's a card. <laughs> oh, it's Gryffindor. Who's that second Alice that's gonna drain your Wang yeah. Fang down to nothing? His hat oh, is straight out of like this? Hogwarts. Like yeah, it's like yeah. you are chosen under house. It's the gambling hat. Yeah, it is. Also, a lot hat. of the other landers look like um Persona 5 enemies. You know, that Shin Megami yeah. Yeah. world. Yeah. Like, it's just cool as shit. Yeah, Fuck, I do. love yellow. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Angel, you want to finish this out? Yep, to finish yep. it off, it's not going to be a purple card, but it's from set three, and I think it's the card that will be able to be played in any deck, um, at least I personally think. It is called Provocation. Um, three costs, one cost reduction. That's a main or flash. Select one of your opponent's spirits. At the end of this turn, if it is refreshed, return to your opponent's hand. Uh, I think that's a very good card to, you know, answer some things, some pesky things that might be in your way for whatever you're trying to do. Um, not to mention that the freaking artwork reminds me of Yu-Gi-Oh, Gundam, and Power Rangers, and everything else <laughs> in the world. Yeah, um, but I think it's, deck card. it is a very cheap card, I think, even if you're playing out of, you know, not in white, obviously, um, for a very good effect, because you can play in your main or flash. So depending on what you're trying to do, if it's on your points turn, if it's something that, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a lot of annoying spirits that are, you're trying to bounce back or make him spend that core again next turn. Unless you're playing Gale Green, then you're whatever. This card doesn't matter. But if you're not playing Gale Green against Gale Green, you're good. <laughs> like, yeah. this card's really good, and I think the ability to bounce something back that's refreshed. Um, you know, if your opponent didn't want to push because they got nervous, all right, cool, and I'm going to punish you for it. Boom, now you got your other creatures exhausted. Your one creature that's standing up, I'm still going to push for life next turn. Um, so I like it. It's the antithesis of make them have it. You know, it's like, I'm mm -hmm. afraid to swing, so I'm not going to do anything. And then they go, yep. ha, ha, ha. It's cool. So I, like I dig it. it. 
I didn't think it was uh, when I first saw it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But now that you've mentioned the fact, I just wasn't thinking about the fact that it works on both turns for some reason. Yep. So now I'm like, oh, this card is a lot better than I thought. Yeah, it's almost confronty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in white, and that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like you better block. If you don't, you have it's to spend buy. all the cores <laughs> yeah. to play this thing again. Yep. Yeah. I think it definitely gets better once they ban every green card that's ever been printed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. ban, ban Hurricane Highlands. Ban it. I'm telling you now. <laughs> that's going to be the name of my Gale deck. Yeah. I've already decided. So. I think oh, just... me, and, me and Eric were joking. We're like, I don't know if it'll happen. Obviously, we're just joking. But it's just like, watch that. People complain about that card so much. Just because it's really... I'm already I, I, complaining about it. I honestly think I played it, yeah. And I think it's so stupid. It is so stupid. Like <laughs> Can I mention one more card? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's a blue magic card that I don't think we talked about. Uh it's magic wrench. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. Four Card's good. cost to reduction, blue magic. Um, it's a burst card. When your opponent destroys your spirit. All of your blue spirits gain 2,000 BP during this turn. Um, so that doesn't have to just be in the in the attack phase. It can also be in the main phase, which is cool because it, it yeah. definitely changes your opponent's mind. Um, all your blue spirits gain 2,000 BP during this turn. You may then pay this card's cost to activate its main effect. And its main effect is mill. Discard the top four cards of your opponent's deck. When a magic card is discarded by this effect, select one of your opponent's spirits and place a core... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, why is that good? When a magic card is discarded by this effect, select one of your spirits and place a core from the void onto it. So it is um, on your opponent's turn, kind of stally. It can be like an ice shield if you make your, your big golems a little harder to kill so they don't want to attack into them. It mills four cards. That's very good. And it has the potential to ramp. I think it's a really good blue magic card. Yeah, it's three things in one. You know, you get BP boost, you get ramp, and you mill, which you want to have more cards in your opponent's uh, graveyard for your other bigger guys. Yep. I actually had this card in the blue deck I was playing with Eric yesterday. Um, I, I just never went off because he was playing Gale, and it's just, it just didn't matter. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I did have it, right? Because those four cards make a difference uh, to before you summon the big guys or the big X-rares where you need to have 10 or 12 cards in, you know, in yeah. a discard pile to go off. So it's a really good card. Um, I definitely like it, uh, especially in blue. I mean, like I said, blues, it's very fun. I like the way blue plays. Yeah. I would also like it's to another... argue that blue might be a pretty good defense against Gale because of cards like um, Allegro, who specifically says kill your opponent's highest cost card, and that's a good yeah. way to get around that Emperor and the Tokawas and, and the other Gale guys. When you also have the uh, the shark, obviously. Um, yes. I tried to play it yesterday against them. I just didn't read the card, and I forgot that you had to have also second nexus, and I didn't have a nexus. I was like, ah, oh, darn it. But um, <laughs> yeah, blue blue definitely has answers. Um, I think blues can run probably into the same problem that green ran into a little bit. It's like the new color, right? Yes. So there's not enough carpool for you to possibly set four. So I definitely think that the other colors might have just a little bit more advantage because they have more of a carpool to you know synergize together. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely there to build a cool deck though, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. 
It also makes sense that you like this card, Kim, because it's a little bit like the RNG thing you were just talking about, where it's like, what yeah. if they're all four magics? <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. that That's, you know, happy dreamland. But even just one or more, it still feels good yeah. on that You mill two flip. ice shields and ramp two. Yeah. yeah. You're like that, Joey Wheeler and yeah. you, you, know, you just You like, yeah. like skull dice and graceful dice. Like, what am I going to yes. roll? Let's find <laughs> out. Like Time wizard. Oh, man. Yeah, time wizard. Time wizard. Speaking so that, of time wizard, we're out of right. time. We are out of time. Oh, thank you, Eric. Yeah, I got a hard out. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Gilmore Girls <laughs> trivia. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it next we, time on the podcast for 30 minutes at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. There's but probably yeah. like one person that would love that, though. Yeah. You know? There always is. Wow. You know? Yeah. And that's, that's what this Discord's all about, right? That's what Absolute BSS is all about. Not absolutely. absolutely BSS. Just kidding. It is. <laughs> and, and, yes. So speaking of, find us everywhere. Absolute BSS pod. Um, that's on Twitter. That's our Gmail. Uh, that's the YouTube channel. And that's the Discord. So where, no matter how you're ingesting this podcast, first of all, thank you. Second of all, if you want to do the cross thing, like if you're listening to this on, on Spotify, uh, but you want to help out some way, go over to the YouTube and subscribe, like Eric said at the beginning. If you're listening to this on YouTube, go over to a podcasting thing. Leave us a review. Um, you don't have to do those things, but it does help us, and it's fun. We're going to keep doing it anyway. Join the Discord. I can't stress that enough. We have a lot of fun in there. We got a lot of like a good amount of people in here now that are excited about the game, talking about the game, and it's a cool community yep. that we're building up. And uh, you'll get live play-by-plays, hopefully, of uh, Eric and Angel over in the Netherlands here soon. Oh, yeah. So join the Discord. It will be fun. And thank you, as always, for listening to Absolute BSS or watching along. Um, anything else you guys want to say here at the end? No, That's it's been it. fun like usual. Everybody take care. Be safe out there. And uh, we'll see you guys soon or talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Well, thank you, as always, Angel and Eric, for joining me. I'm Cameron. That's Absolute BSS. We'll catch you next time. Bye. See ya. Peace.